Good morning and welcome to Grind, Grace and Growth every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Each day we wake up to start the daily grind. We try to do everything with grace, or at least we try, for the goals of growth. And today is our very first live show. So y'all hang out with us and tell us what you think later. Um, and today I have, obviously, Adrian. You want to say hey? I think we lost Adrian. Oh, we lost Adrian. She's I'll, calling we'll call in. We'll call her back. And then we also have the <laughs> lovely... Sydney Wicker from WTOK. Hello. I can't believe this is your first live show and you asked me to be here for it. I feel so well, honored. I feel like you, <laughs> you make me have a, a sense of peace. Oh, because thank you do you. you do this every day for a living. So I do, do this every day. And You're and I think it's great. It. But you know, we have you know, we've had a lot of fun recording our show in the past and we just felt that it is probably time for it to go live. So Why not? Um, and then that way we can, you know, play around with it, have more guests and be able to have call-ins to our show as well, eventually. But today we want to talk about women's sports and sports that we love and the growth of women's sports. And that is your specialty. It sure is. <laughs> so, you know, I know back when I was growing up and when my mom was growing up, my mom played tennis and softball at the University of Central Florida. Wow. And that was provided by, that was in, you know, the 70s, provided by Title IX. Yep. So I know that you have been very well versed in Title IX. So if you want to kind of educate us on what Title IX is and yeah. what it has done to open doors for women in sports. Yeah, absolutely. Title IX is like such a pivotal part in women's sports and everything that we see today. It all started by simply saying that no person in the United States should be based on their sex to be excluded from participation and being denied from the benefits or subject to discrimination of any kind like by law and so this got started it was put into action in 1972 and it was a really big turning point because not only did it say you can't part you have to have equal opportunity but we're going to make sure that this is facilitated which was a really really big step a lot of schools didn't take this into action right away though so it did take some time for programs to be bought in but there's certain schools like the college i went to colorado state while baseball is really huge we don't have a division one baseball team we just have a club team because we had to have enough equal women's sports and enough equal women's opportunities to have a football team so to balance out you have to kind of pick and choose which sports that you have on a college campus so that way that there's equal opportunities for everyone to participate in so it's really interesting to me how title nine came up but I think a big turning point that a lot of times people forget to talk about is the big part that Billie Jean King had yeah, in all of this. Yeah, I love she, She's a tennis legend. She's a tennis legend. She's most iconically known for beating Bobby Riggs yeah. in the Battle of the Sexes when she said, I'm going to beat you. And he said, yeah, absolutely not. You're a woman. There's no way that's going to happen. And she went out there and she absolutely killed it. I mean, and she was such a driving force back then. A huge driving I mean, force. I mean, she still is. I mean, her and Chris Everett and that whole team of classic tennis players, they really, really were groundbreaking for women's sports. Absolutely. And she was a big push for Title IX as well. And she kind of helped really get that integrated into the school systems. And the NCAA really took action from part of her push, which was huge. That's great. Now, I know in my school growing up, I played yeah. soccer and mm -hmm. tennis, and I ran cross country. Um, and then a new sport that has really evolved here in Meridian is volleyball. Yeah. And that's something that we're seeing come more and more in the Meridian area is the volleyball. 
um, women's volleyball. So I think that's yeah. great. Um, but let's talk about um, let's talk about fast pitch softball. Yeah. So I know you know women's fast pitch softball has blown up over mm-hmm. the last twenty years, and um, that's great. Um, I remember back I started out playing. This was showing my age. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna lie and say fifteen years ago. <laughs> but um, I remember I started playing slow pitch and mm-hmm. I learned how to play softball playing slow pitch yeah. softball then I moved out to California which was pretty much the forefront of women's sports and of fast mm-hmm. pitch softball and all of a sudden it's like okay we're playing fast pitch softball and it's fa- it moves faster than baseball oh yeah so did you ever play fast pitch softball I did not I, the only sport I ever like truly played was soccer okay. I played that from the time I could pretty much walk until um, I always say I retired in high school so I played all the way through um, up until high school I played competitively I played on travel leagues but I know softball is a really big sport especially around here because it competes along the lines of baseball, baseball. Um, but yeah the evolution of slow pitch and fast pitch is really crazy because uh, and to me it's still shocking that so many teams around here still have the option to do both really yes I think it's more so I don't remember. I know some schools have had to choose if they're going to keep the soft pitch or the slow pitch or the fast pitch to have volleyball, which is something that you mentioned. So some schools have had to pick and choose between the two. But um, yeah, I I didn't participate, but I know that it's really awesome to see how we fast pitch to me just basically says like, yeah, we can still compete. This is important. We can all do this. Right. Hey, Adrian, are you back on the line? I am here. Welcome back. Yeah, fast pitch and slow pitch. Slow pitch was my thing in in, uh, middle school and the beginning of high school. I loved softball. I was a little bit too (laughs) afraid to play fast pitch, though. Well, um, what other sports did you play? Well, I played – I tried my hand at basketball. Uh, After (laughs) two years of trying as a kid, I realized you're not supposed to foul. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, uh, it took me a while to, it didn't take me too long to realize that was not my thing. Not only that, it's really hard for me to dribble and run down the court. <laughs> you so, know, um, yeah, Adrian, I'm right there with ball. you. I know. Yeah, yeah. Basketball is a very hard sport, I think, to play because you have to be able to use your hands and legs at the same time. So definitely what you're saying, Adrian. Now, Adrian, the Meridian Freedom Project, what are some of the sports that your students are playing? So our kids love, love, love basketball, and they love <laughs> kickball. Um, kickball is super cool. It's super great. Really takes a lot of energy. Works out everything. So we try to get several kickball games in. We don't have the opportunity to have access to a baseball field often, so we don't really do baseball. But we do kickball, we do some soccer, and we do a lot of basketball, especially in the summer. Our kids typically have an intern that comes in from one of the colleges. Um, and they teach basketball. This past year, we had the opportunity to have Mr. Christian Levine from Meridian Community College as our Riley intern, and he taught basketball, and that was one of the most popular classes that we had. Wow, that's awesome. I know um, MCC has a great sports program here in Chris Harrelson on Wednesdays at 9 a.m. He has the MCC Sports Show. So I've learned a lot about the MCC Sports, and last week we interviewed um wanda the their retired tennis coach and she was really really fascinating i learned a lot about um her her legacy that she left at mcc and all of the students that she's affected 
um, and she's a fabulous Christian too, and just the influence that she had on their lives. And and she was a, a you know a female tennis coach, and she was there at MCC for 18 years. And you know that's awesome that we had. And she said she also did some coaching of basketball, and that was her favorite sport to coach. Um, because she likes the smell of the basketball and the wax <laughs> on the floors. Oh, so I cool. thought that was neat. Um, now, Adrian, growing up, did you have a favorite coach that you had growing up? Okay, so, yes, I had a favorite coach. I also had a short stint <laughs> at running across country. Um, that was during my transition from Carver Middle School to West Lauderdale High School. And I was still allowed to run on the cross country team for the next semester because we had already gotten into the season. But I had an opportunity to work with Coach Brown. She has since passed, but she was a longtime track coach for Meridian High School, and I loved her. She was the epitome of a strong woman. She was a great mother. She was a great worker. She was a hard worker, a wonderful athlete. And I have to just honor her name by just, you know, just saying how great of a person she was. She did have a battle with cancer, and she did succumb to that. But before she left this earth, she had a huge impact on so many of us. And I just appreciate her, even to this day, those characteristics that she instilled in us, perseverance, honesty, integrity, things like that, consistency. She was amazing. And I, I, Meridian High and Meridian Public School District definitely lost an angel when we lost Cuthbert. Awesome. Well, right now we need to take out a little bit of time for a quick break and we will be back here in just a few minutes and we'll be talking more about girls sports and um, maybe see what Sydney's seeing out in the field yeah you got it in your body experience visit the spa at silver star at the spa you can enjoy steam bath and sauna relax with a body treatment massage or visit the whirlpool it's your body be nice to it at the spa hello i'm adrian cross with the meridian freedom project a supporter of the grind grace and growth radio show here on super talk tuesday mornings at 9 a.m at the MFP, we work with 6th to 12th grade students to create academically capable, socially conscious, and mentally disciplined young leaders. And we need your support. So please go check out our website at www.themeridianfreedomproject.org or give us a call at 601-207-5121. Thank you. This is Brad Bearfield with Shelter Insurance, the Bearfield Agency. For all your insurance needs, home, auto, life, or business, Give my office a call at 601-485-3811. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you, Ed Cheney Tire Center. Not only do we specialize in tires, we can align your vehicle to factory specs on most cars and trucks. Call Ed Cheney Tire Pros today, 601-693-8473. Buying or selling a home can be a very complex process and not something you should try on your own. Let the team at Snowden & Company Real Estate lead you step-by-step all the way to closing. Call Snowden & Company, 601-453-3937. 
I'm Christopher Harrelson. Join me every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. here on Super Top Meridian 103.3 as I take a view from the top from Meridian Community College Athletics. Sponsored by the Rush Sports Medicine Team. Keeping you in the game. Okay, and we are back live today with Grind, Grace, and Growth. And we are interviewing Sydney Wicker and Adrian Cross. So, Adrian, now that we have you back after our break, I know that you just flew in from Savannah, so I know you're traveling, and we appreciate so much for you coming on the air today. Um, and you're normally here in the studio live with us, but um, we miss you, by the way. And um, we're also glad to have back Hilda in this studio. She's running the board today. She's our, our rock-solid office manager here at Super Talk 103.3. But, Adrian, I want you to talk a little bit about why it's so important for girls to participate in sports and how it can cultivate their futures. Yes. So it is so important to keep kids active, first of all. And the act in the, the realm of sports is even better because sports not only teaches you athletic abilities and, you know, how to be agile and um, how to have a lot of energy, but it also teaches you characteristics that you can use throughout the rest of your life. Most of the time you're in team sports, so you're learning how to work in a community of other people other than yourself. You're learning how to build teamwork skills communication skills, you're learning conflict resolution, you're learning a lot of different things, key things that you'll use in adulthood and throughout the rest of your life. Athletics are important because typically when you have a a team, you have a coach, you have a leader, someone who is there to help guide the youth to not only become better players, but to become better people. And those, that's why we cherish coaches. We cherish coaches. We cherish assistant coaches. We cherish team leaders. We cherish anybody who gets involved with students to help cultivate a better person. And that's why it's so important that young people, especially young ladies, get involved in sports. As we know as adults, the world of work is constantly changing. So does sports. We learn how to be adaptable by learning those different skills. So I just love the fact that we have a, a, a huge culture of sports here in Meridian and the fact that we have so many adults here willing to guide our youth and teach them wonderful teamwork abilities and, and character characteristics that help lead them to a better tomorrow. I agree 100%. And we actually interviewed Coach Sharon Thompson from East Mississippi yes. Community College back in November, and she was fabulous. We learned so much about her. And talk about just a four-star coach, Mm four-star leader. You know, you and I both said she was an amazing person to interview um, and how she gets up every day at 5.30 a.m. and and works (laughs) out with her students. And we talked about leading by example. And with her getting up and working out with her students, that's showing, you know, I'm the coach, but I still have to work out. I still have to lead by example, and I'm mm-hmm. a part of you. I'm here for you. I am your coach, but I'm also, you know, on the same playing field as you. I've been where you're at. Yeah. Adrian, I loved hearing about what you had said just about everything that you guys are doing to help 
women stay in sports and it's so cool to hear that about coach Thompson because I don't know if you guys know this but most girls by the age of 13 and 14 they're two times as likely to drop out of sports and stop playing than boys are and it comes down to so many reasons but lack of opportunity is a huge one and being pushed out of the sport is a big one I I think that was something that I experienced towards the end of my um, playing experience I just was not loving the sport like I always did and there's a quote by the famous soccer player Mia Hamm and she says you know always play for the little girl that you once were that's summing it up in like a really nice way but when you think about the little girl who walked out on the field with so much love for the game if you don't feel that anymore you're not playing for her anymore and so I think that that's such an important message but I love hearing Adrian all that you are doing because it is so important for girls to stay in sports because just you see so many girls dropping out of them and you just you see less opportunities and that's exactly what title nine wanted to rent and wanted right. to give you more opportunities and and more more ways to to do sports and participate in sports so i i think it's awesome hearing all that you're doing around here adrian that that's that's great thank you love i appreciate it <laughs> well I know you are driving, Adrian. so why don't we let you go so you can be safe, so you, we can be Thank here you. next Tuesday with <laughs> us. So It's always wonderful being uh, on the radio with you, Shelly, and Sydney. You're just great. I watch you. You're great. Y'all just stay, blessed. stay safe out there, ladies. Thank you. You too. All right, Adrian. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. So, Sydney, let's talk about kind of some of the things that we're seeing right yeah. now in Meridian. What are some of the sports that you're going out into the community to film and to interview um, and get highlights? So tell us yeah. about some of the, the fun stuff going on locally. I think one of the coolest things here is seeing the growth of the sport of volleyball. Yeah. I know we mentioned that a little bit. Um, in Colorado, volleyball is huge. Yeah. <laughs> it is so big. Almost like it was weird that I didn't play volleyball. Yeah. Like everybody just plays it and so for here to come here and some of these schools have only had it at their schools for like two or three years I it's, I was so thrown off kind of by unreal. that yeah I could not believe it but this year was such an awesome year for so many of our local teams I know Lamar made it all the way to the state yeah, championship they, they they fell unfortunately in four sets but it was really awesome that they were there and they were competing that was something I talked to the head right. coach about and she was like just to get here right on the stage says so much about these girls and who is the coach the volleyball coach at Queen at isn't she Lamar. the same for Schimmel Queen City? Finning is her last name. I can't remember her first name, unfortunately. But I know okay. Schimmel Finning is her okay. last name. So I think that awesome. she is also a part of the Queen City Volleyball she she's basically like helped turn volleyball into what it is here in Meridian. <laughs> so awesome. she is awesome. We'll have she's to have awesome. her on the show yes. and, and talk to her about, you know, how how it has been bringing volleyball to a market that never experienced it before and just the boom of that sport. If you talk to anybody about volleyball in Meridian, they're going to talk about her. Yeah, like you can't great. talk about volleyball without talking about her. I played two-man volleyball some, or two- oh. and four-man beach volleyball. Okay, in, fun. In high school, I was a lifeguard. And did you know that there's a place here in Meridian called Bulldog Beach? Yes, I did. I actually went out there back i think it was in like august did you really was it fun Mm -hmm. oh it was awesome they had a giant tournament going on i just went out there to get some highlights and stuff it was so cool um i think the owner of that's judd smith yes um so i met him one night just briefly Mm -hmm. and he he was telling me about the growth of just the beach volleyball program that they've had it's been crazy and that's awesome too so not only those are that's a lot of adults that do it which is great and i think they are trying to start young too like with with eight nine and ten year olds yeah so Really trying to influence them because beach volleyball is so hard. 
Yeah. Your legs, like you're, <laughs> when you dig, you're literally digging. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and your legs will be so sore at the mm-hmm. end of that match because as you know, sand is not firm. No. And so you're getting a calf workout, a leg workout, like nothing you've ever experienced. You're doing it all. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, have you ever ran on the beach? Um, I, I've taken like a little jog, but nothing crazy. I've never lived close enough to a beach to just, just go to do go. it for fun. But I guess yeah. it would be like running in snow. And I usually don't like to run on my vacations. <laughs> but what? Yeah. You don't want to run on vacation? Mm-hmm. No, I want to eat crap food. And which is I... why I have to go running <laughs> on vacation. Yeah. yeah, I just wait till I get home. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm gonna very enjoy true. My time. Um, a couple other things, and I think we are getting close to running out of time. Um, five minutes. Okay. Um, we have a lot of other sports that are emerging here in this market. One being paddle boarding. Yeah. We have Queen City Paddle, which is, I believe, owned by Jonathan Dickinson. And he does the Queen City Paddleboard Race. And he also does the State Games Paddleboard Race. This is a great sport. It's great yeah. for any age. It's low impact. Mm-hmm. You can have an inflatable board, yep. which I drive around with two in the back okay. of my car. And if it's a beautiful day, I'm going to, especially in the spring and summer oh, yeah. where, you know, it doesn't get dark till seven or eight o'clock. You can go out to Bonita and yeah. paddleboard around the lake and get in a great workout. And it's, I call it Pilates, but on a board <laughs> yeah. because you don't even realize that you are getting a workout until the next day. Absolutely. And your, your muscles are going to hurt. I, on my watch, I, one time I, I recorded how much I burned and it was like 600 calories mm-hmm. in 80 minutes. Yes. So that's a really great low impact workout. And you get to be outside and get a tan. Yeah. Something that's really popular in Colorado, I'm curious if it's a thing around here, is doing yoga on your paddleboard. Well, that is some, well, first of all, I don't do yoga, but Pilates. <laughs> Pilates okay. is really more of what I've heard people wanting here, okay. which Pilates and yoga, I guess they're kind of yeah. the same thing. Um but that is something that I would like to see happen yeah, and have talked awesome. to Jonathan about it. And, you know, it just takes initiative and it takes a leader to to plan it out. That's all. Yep, exactly. And you're you know, so right. Um, and leadership, you know, being consistent with it. Mm-hmm. Now, what Jonathan did do last summer is he had on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, he would have like a paddleboard group and he would bring his paddleboards out for people to rent for like $10. And you could try it out and paddleboard at Benita just to to get a feel for it yeah um and so that was a really good opportunity also you know running and triathlons are something that are also really good you know if you're a runner and you wanted to get into cycling there's a great cycling group you can go i think it's cycling and meridian um you know go to spin groups there's a group that rides on saturday mornings called mike couch he will set you up (laughs) with a bike um and he's a great friend of mine um, but he has a love of cycling and yeah. wants everyone to, and he planned the, um, the Jimmy Rogers, the Jimmy Jam century ride. So we have cycling is, is really emerging and, um, golf, women's golf. Yes. I love women's Huge. golf and tennis. Yeah. You know, so I would love to see, like, I want my daughter to play golf. <laughs> yes. Because if she plays golf, then she's most likely to more likely to get a scholarship. So, yeah. Um, what did you? play soccer in in college at all no I finished playing in high school um I had a bad experience with the coach throughout high school which is really unfortunate but I was honestly surprised I played all the way through high school like I did but I think I eventually just got so burned out like I 
literally from see our season was in the spring so we would go from well we'd start practicing hardcore in january go all the way through may as soon as it was may i was doing 3v3 soccer throughout the entire summer i was starting up club soccer club soccer really began in august went all the way through november so december was literally the only month where i wasn't training hardcore and 90 percent of the time i was working out with the track team so that i would keep in shape um so i think that's what happens a lot with with potential college athletes is they get that burnout factor because they've Mm -hmm. been training so hard. And when it comes time for, you know, to go, go to college, they're like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I have several friends that have children or or students that were great softball players or soccer players. And they're just like, I don't, I want to be a sorority. I just want to be a regular kid. I don't want to, you know, be a super athlete anymore. I just want to have a normalcy, like a sense of normalcy and not always be, you know, so competitive and striving yeah. for to be the perfect athlete too. Yeah. So I think that we have societal norms to be perfect or to be the best. Oh, absolutely. And that's you know? something a lot of girls really struggle with in sports is that they feel like they're being pushed out because of that. I'm really thankful that I had so many great teammates that that was the right. reason I really wanted to stay was to Me keep playing with all my friends. <laughs> it was more but of a social. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times you see this social stigma pushing a lot of girls out of sports. If you say one mean thing to a girl or and it really... I mean, when, really you're already, feelings. when you're already in a vulnerable state, maybe you're not the best one on the team and right. somebody says something mean to you and you just keep getting knocked down again. Right. That's so easy to just walk away and quit. And that's where the coach needs to come in and say, all right, you guys, you got to set the tone. You got to set the tone and you have to, you know, protect those girls from, yeah. you know, but also I do tell people sometimes you have to, you know, put on your big girl panties and, mm-hmm. and tell people to suck it up, buttercup, and, and, and stick up for yourself. Absolutely. And, you know, say what you feel and it, you know, and teach people how to be assertive without being mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably something that we lack in today, you know, is teaching people how to stick up for themselves to how to be assertive, you know, just because someone upsets you doesn't mean you go beat their butt, you know, mm-hmm. either. Um, but being super competitive, you know, I wanted to be the best. And, yeah, you know, there was some, like we were talking, <laughs> we were talking about basketball with Adrian. I mean, I was terrible. I couldn't do any of it. <laughs> um, well, it sounds like we are coming to a finish. Hilda Aww. started the music for me. This is so fun. Well, I feel like we could talk for another 30 minutes or an hour. Well, maybe we will. <laughs> maybe I'll contact Super Talk Nation and get our go. hour extended. You might have to. <laughs> so, um, well, anyway, Sydney, thank you so much thank for coming you. on the show today. You and Adrian, thank you guys for having me and on. And we will see you hopefully Friday. Well, you'll hear no, me on we'll Friday. hear you on Friday. Yes, I had I so much fun out. hosting Lindsay's show last Friday. Oh, I know. You killed it. it was um, awesome. We had a blast. <laughs> and um, we had a blast on Thursday, too. So, But glad everybody's back and well from COVID. And um, make sure you tune in tomorrow to Chris Harrelson's show, View from the Top, MCC's new sports show at 9 a.m. And make sure you tune in next Tuesday to Grind, Grace, and Growth. Every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Brought to you by Snowden and Company Real Estate, Ed Cheney Tire Pros, Pearl River Resort and Spa, and Shelter Insurance, Brad Bearfield. Y'all have a great day.